Here is an unfortunate reality about life. Most of the things that we are worried of aren't actually worth worrying about. Most of these fears are rooted in our social conditioning and has to do with our perception of what others might say, think or do as a response to what we do or don't want to do. The thing with fear though is that the more we really think about it, the more real they get. And more often than not, it's all hypothetical. That's the real irony about it. We create these hypothetical consequences and scenarios in our heads about the worst case scenarios of what might happen. And rarely, if ever, do things actually turn out that way. If you're realizing that you do this, it's not something to feel bad about. There is actually a very rational reason for why we do this, and it's because our survival instincts kick in. We have an innate tendency to think negatively and err on the side of caution in order to keep ourselves safe. The challenge though is that the part of our brain that regulates these signals have not quite caught up to our modern developments. That old part of our brain, the one that's usually known as the lizard brain, still thinks that a loud noise requires the same level of alertness as the rustling of a bush with a potential predator lurking behind it. This is also why most people tend to excessively, sometimes even obsessively, worry about what others might think since the lizard brain connects that to the same level of threat as losing your tribe and being left to fend for yourself. So it's a genuine concern, but not really something that connects to what you're worried about. The reality is vastly different from the assumptions that our lizard brains make. The high threat levels that our lizard brains attribute to different situations and scenarios are more often than not completely overrated. The perceived level of threat rarely ever matches the reality. The reality is that not every rustling or abrupt noise means that there is a saber-toothed tiger lurking behind a bush and people thinking badly of you does not end up creating life or death situations. So not every fear is based on reality. However, that's not to say that our fear responses have no use. Fear does have use. Fear is useful and certainly has its function in our lives. After all, the lack of fear can make us reckless, which is a surefire recipe for trouble. Fear is definitely useful. We just need to modulate and moderate our fear responses so as not to overreact to things that pose no genuine threat. Our lizard brains are like old grandparents who get stressed about using a smartphone. There is absolutely nothing to be stressed about, but yet they do. If you have a really old grandparent or relative, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Our lizard brains have not quite caught up to how much our world has changed and how rapidly it continues to change, and to the fact that we rarely, if ever, experience situations that pose any genuine, real, actual threat to our lives. Our brains are genuine wonders of biomechanics and helps us achieve incredible things. We are at the top of the food chain despite not being the biggest and strongest animal in the planet, largely because of our brains. 
our brains work by creating connections or neural pathways to develop cause and effect scenarios to help us process information better and faster. This is why we don't need to learn twice that touching something scalding hot is painful. Just once is usually enough to create a neural pathway that labels touching hot things as a painful action. But it doesn't always work to a favor though. Because sometimes our brains end up mislabeling things for a whole host of reasons. If you want to learn more about why our brains do this, do a bit of research on how neural pathways are created. It's quite interesting. The point though is that our lizard brains have not quite caught up and adjusted to all the developments of our world. Our world keeps changing rapidly, but our lizard brains take a bit of time to adjust. Evolution takes time after all, but rather than wait for it to figure out what has changed and how and so on, we can fast track the process. We don't actually have to wait for our lizard brains to catch up on its own. We can give it a metaphorical boost up to get over the ledge faster and see things for what they are. The fact at the end of the day is that the connections we make in our brains can either help us or harm us. This is also a big reason why it's important to be mindful of what we think and say, but more on that another time. Thanks to neuroplasticity, each and every one of us is capable of creating new neural pathways at will. Okay, that might be a bit of an exaggeration, but not by much though, because we really can actively help develop new neural pathways in our brain. This is how therapists help people get rid of phobias and how our brains can stay strong over the years. Each and every fear we have has a neural pathway associated to it. Here's how it generally works. Something happens to you in the past that really scared you or worried you and your brain associated that event or situation or even noise or smell to danger. After that, every time you come across anything similar, your brain triggers the danger mode. It's not the end of the world though. Once we become aware of our triggers, we can actively work to disable this internal alarm system, since most of the time, the situation or experience that's triggering the danger alarm is not dangerous at all. Like how a car backfiring is not the same as someone shooting at you. Or how doing something that you're not used to or something completely new does not generally put you at risk. Unless what you're doing is genuinely risky, but then I would expect you to use your better judgement to take a call on that. All said and done, you are smart enough to know for yourself what activities genuinely pose a risk to you and what activities don't. Your lizard brain might not always be as clued in though, so you need to teach it when worrying about something is not actually necessary. It's important to do these realignments and adjustments. Not just because it will help you move forward in life, but also because if you leave your lizard brain to its own devices, you might end up living a life paralyzed by fears. Paralyzed by fears. I've known people like that, and it's very sad and tragic. Your lizard brain does what it does in order to keep you safe, but it hasn't quite caught up to how our world has changed and keeps on changing. This is why it falls on you, and to each and every one of us, to override our lizard brains when they overestimate the threat level of something. If there is a genuine cause for concern, by all means, listen to it. 
but if it's causing you worry over little things that ultimately pose no genuine threat, then override it. But how can you do that? Well, here is how. Overriding your lizard brain starts with awareness, because unless you are aware of an issue, you can't really deal with it. It is only when you become aware of the problematic thoughts and beliefs your lizard brain is creating that you can start to counteract and correct them. So awareness is the first step, and then comes action, as you need to do things to override the behavior, thought or belief. Even though the mere awareness of the problematic thought or belief will often be enough to counteract and correct it, that won't always be the case. Most of the time, but not every time. Like in the case of dealing with phobias where just knowing what your phobia is isn't enough to get rid of it. You need to do something to deal with that, which for phobias usually take the form of exposure to the thing that you have a phobia about. The more aware you become of your fears and worries, the easier it will be for you to realign your lizard brain, and in turn help yourself to deal with your stresses and your worries better. Don't let your fears rule your life.